Jackson. What what are we? Some kind of some kind of Gemini man? <laughs> yeah, we're we're still angry. Some about, kind of bored and annoyed. We, what we are is still angry about the Packers Lions game on oh, Monday night. Oh boy, we're are we just jumping right in? You yeah. know what? My name is Home at the Movies. Let's do this professionally. <laughs> and I'm Jackson. And this is Bored and Annoyed. Yeah, with the NFL. Ooh. <laughs> oh, 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 there's our topic for the week. There you go. Yeah, no, I uh, figured I'd say my piece. Right, go for it. So if the, you know, I the, we're a movie podcast, but... Context here is important. Yeah, Jackson so, is a Lions fan. Right. I am a Packers fan. They just played on Monday Night Football. That's true. It was a game. It was a disaster is what it was. <laughs> So, you know, I uh, I keep spending my money to go watch these games. Right? right. You know, that's part of what bothers me about this. So on Thursday last week, I'm like, oh, what the hell? Let me see what tickets are. 50 yard line seats. Pretty good price. So I'm, you know, hit up a couple buddies. Hey, you want to go to the game? Somebody wants to go. So, yeah, go into Lambeau Monday night. Mm-hmm. Like, oh, this is going to be a good game. Right. Um. You know, the game's happening and the Lions aren't scoring touchdowns. So immediately I'm like, oh, this is just going to end in disaster. Right. You know, I thought it would be more disaster of their own making. Right. You know what I mean? Um, and and they did set themselves up for disaster. But with all the field goals. Right. With all the field goals instead of touchdown, they kicked five field goals. Yeah. And they had three turnovers to the Packers. Not or Packer, Packers had three. Yeah, right. Packers had three turnovers. They Lions forced three turnovers. Yeah. Lions had none. So three nothing turnover ratio. Which is insanity. They turn it into nine points. <laughs> um I'm sorry. That's but yeah, with ten minutes left in the game. Right. Uh they sack Aaron Rodgers at like his own forty. It yep. would have been fourth and twenty one with ten minutes left in the game. They have to punt and they're down by two scores. Mm-hmm. There was a hands to the face penalty. Um, I'm at the game, so I don't see this like with clarity. I sort of wondered why there wasn't anything on Facebook immediately. Yeah. <laughs> no, I started getting texts from people, mm. Packer fans saying, oh, you got fucked on that one. Like that was terrible. Right. So, yeah. So that happens. I'm like, oh, great. And then, you know, so that's seven points. Yep. So let's start doing the math here. Right. Okay. So that's seven points right there. Yep. You can't argue that they would have gotten that seven points, at least not with 10 minutes left. At best, they would have gotten that seven points with like eight minutes left or seven, probably less than eight minutes. Right. Let's say it takes two minutes to get the ball back. Sure. All right. So they punt or they score the touchdown. Um, and then the Lions throw a deep pass to Marvin Jones. He's clearly hit before the ball gets there. There's a ref standing right there. Mm-hmm. They don't throw they don't throw a flag for interference and Matt Patricia doesn't challenge the interference because the they don't turn it over. They don't turn it yeah. over. That's the bigger issue with that right. one is that why did we even introduce this? They're just not overturning it th- out of spite at this point. I, I think feel. they've said 20 out of the last 21 um have stayed 
right with what was on the field now it's funny i know everybody hates skip bayless but he brought up a good point that like now these corners like they're just kind of mugging people because i i have a I feeling mean, i've seen worse than what happened on that play sure. like a lot worse I, yeah, granted but, but, they were called though right yeah well that i mean but my point is like it almost seems like the refs have this weird complex now mm. Because I haven't seen as many pass interference calls this year. Not just ones that weren't reviewed, but I'm not seeing them as often. It's almost like they got together and were like, we're not going to open the floodgates for this. Like, there's a new rule. It's implemented. It It now deals directly with us and challenging our authority. Right. No, totally. And now... I want. I was standing there thinking, okay, well, there's like seven minutes left in the game now. I feel like Patricia should and has to challenge this. Mm-hmm. But then I kind of understand why he doesn't because you only have three timeouts. Mm-hmm. If you need one of those and you know that they don't overturn anything, why even try? Yeah. So I, that's uh, his thought process, I think. It's not entirely flawed. No, no, it's not. No. So, yeah, so he doesn't, whatever. They end up, uh, I believe they punted on that drive. Um, so yeah, so it's 22 to 20 at this point. Um, the Packers get the ball. This is the final drive. Yes. There's like two minutes left in the game. They get it all the way down to like the 15 yard line or whatever. Mm -hmm. And it's third down. So it's another third down stop. They stop them again and they call the same player for an illegal hands to the face. A guy who has never been called for this yeah. in his entire career. It's one of those ones where when I saw it on replays, I'm like, depending on the angle, I could see it. See, but the second that you see it from the right angle, you're like, well, it's just it's well, it's just the the pads. Okay, so that is the argument I've heard a lot where people are saying, well, his head goes back. It looks like your typical hands to the face. But my problem with that is like, I understand that for calls that you miss mm-hmm. when you don't throw a flag on something you didn't see. Right. But my thought is, if you're throwing a flag for a penalty, one of the requirements is that you saw the infraction happen. This is true. You know yeah. what I mean? Yeah, so no, I you get. can miss a call. Like yep. and that sucks too, don't get me wrong. Right. But at least you have like the excuse of like, oh, I didn't see it. And your point being at the end of this very long uh sure, sorry. Not, not sorry. even not even a diatribe, just long breakdown passionate breakdown is that games should not be decided by the refs yeah and i mean this one was basically they had no timeouts left so the packers can kneel on the ball at this point and just end the game right okay so you so so that is so you have a seven point swing and what ends up being a one point game yeah and the Lions don't even get the chance to have the ball back at the end to possibly get in field goal range again, which for Matt Prater, as shown on Monday night, is like getting to midfield. That's mm-hmm. field goal range. Yeah. He can. I mean, one of the, the both of those 50 yarders look like they would have been good from 65 yards. Right. You know, so. So, yeah. So in my and the argument I hear all the time is like the Lions, if they would have scored touchdowns, then. You know, then you've got a uh, a situation where they don't need it doesn't matter. They did it to themselves. But my problem is that's bullshit because there's a lot of close games in the NFL and one play, one or two plays makes the difference in the game. And when the refs are making those plays Mm -hmm. and they're incorrect, the player didn't do anything to deserve the foul. Yeah, they fucked them. 
I mean, sure, you're right. Detroit didn't play very well. They played like shit on offense for three quarters of the game. But guess what? The Packers weren't playing well either. They turned the ball over three times. And odds are, I, I, I haven't looked, but I would imagine the probability of the Packers winning that game if they have to punt with 10 minutes left in, sure. the, thir- in the fourth quarter drops dramatically. Sure. I mean, I yeah, I mean, I don't. The problem with anything like this is we never really know how it would have played out had those things not happened. And it's always the would have been different. Probably right. Like 95%. Yeah, I'll take it. Probably right. But um, yeah, as a Packer fan, I mean, my takeaway from the game was uh, this is what division games look like. They are ugly. We make each other look worse because... It's just, I don't know. I don't know if it's a pressure situation or what it is, but I mean, I didn't think either team looked particularly good. I would agree, but the Packers didn't have any receivers. That's part of it. Yeah. I mean, the amount of dropped passes in there. It's just classic Lions. I'm just watching it all fall apart. Right. But I will say most of the Packer fans I have spoken to, and this is rare, Mm. agree that they got jobbed. That that's rare. So I am impressed by that. People, the other side of it, who are sending me still shots of pictures of the screen where the penalty's happening, where it looks like the lion's hand is near oh, the helmet. Right. Yeah. Where it's like, okay, that's not that's not proof, bud. Right. Everyone saw it with their own eyes. Both of those flags were bullshit. Mm-hmm. You just need as a fan, any sports team, when the refs help you, you go, look. I'm happy they f- that you got fucked. You did get fucked, <laughs> but, you but got I'm fucked. happy about it. Right. right. You don't be honest go, about you be- didn't get fucked. Right. Right. That's ridiculously stupid. Yeah. I mean, well, yeah. I mean, I'll be honest too. Like this is, and this is a shitty, uh, it's not even a consolation prize. It's just a thought, <laughs> but um, I, I am always nervous as a Packers fan playing the Lions. I know Pac- there are a lot of Packers fans. Oh, it's just the Lions and blah, blah. I'm like, do you have any idea how many close games we have had with the Lions and how many times the Lions have like gotten to Aaron Rodgers and messed with him or injured him? Giving him a couple concussions. Yeah. I mean, it's <laughs> to, I mean, to me. I actually respect everybody in the division. I mean, I don't like the Bears. The Bears are just kind of, but mostly it's the fact that the Bears fans like act like they've done something. Sorry, Chicago listeners. I'm sorry, but it's true. Like Bears fans are the fucking worst. Like you could say Packer fans are terrible because they're arrogant. I, well, I or live whatever. here and have to deal with them. Right. The and time. you have That's, to deal. Yeah. yeah. You have a very different perspective. Right. Living. Yeah. Yes. But, uh, Bears fans just act like they're the fucking shit. And it's like, who have been your quarterbacks? When's the last time you won a Super Bowl? I hey, mean, we've never won one, but I, I mean, don't act like we have. But that's the thing. Yeah, right. I Lions fans, I mean, they're the most downtrodden fans, like basically it's in the NFL. Close. Well, no, it was funny because you're saying you were worried about or are a little worried when you play the Lions. And I was thinking back, like, I feel like 
there have been so many controversial bullshit losses for us against the Packers mm. that I just can't even take it anymore. Mm. I, like I've lost the will to live when it comes to Packers lions. I've lost it. I mean, I, I look can't at, take it. I look at you and you're like, you're all in though. Like you can't change. No. There's no course correcting for you no, as a true. sports fan. Like you can't just be like, I'm a Dolphins I'm not, fan right. now. Or not, I'm not going to watch the, like I would, I love that. Like I'm not going to watch the game right. anymore. Can't do it. Nope. It's impossible. Addicted. It's really bad. And it pisses me off because I it, it makes me mad because they have their hooks in me. And really, like the only way you change this kind of low quality bullshit like these officials. Right. And I want to make it clear. They suck this year, period. Mm-hmm. They suck. They're inept. And if you look on social media and type in Detroit Lions right now, mm. everyone, it's like it's one of those things where it's not like it's a unanimous Like media, national media, ex-players, current players are disgusted with them. They suck. And the NFL is going to keep doing it unless you stop. Unless you stop watching. You have to speak. You have to speak with your wallet. It's true. I mean, it's true. It's It's like you Marvel haters. Stop going to Marvel movies. Stop going. I don't want you there. But yes, that's enough about football. This is a movie podcast. Yeah, we do have some movie days. Bringing you the most important and the most entertaining news that you will get all day is the movie news with a couple of rabble-rousers, Jackson and Helmet the Movie. It's bored and annoyed with the news. So we've got some Batman casting news. I heard Jonah's not taking the... Jonah's out. Okay. Uh, He's no longer in talks. Now it's apparent that uh, Seth Rogen is being uh, courted for the Penguin. Okay. And in addition to his casting, we also have uh, Zoe Kravitz is going to be Catwoman. Oh, yes. I, I heard that. Yeah. So we have a multi-villain movie. It sounds like it, which is And it's lending, Penguin and Catwoman. It's lending credence to the idea we might actually get uh, the Long Halloween. Or something Ooh, close to it. That would be neat. Yes. Or we'll get Batman Returns remake. <laughs> no, thank you. Catwoman and, no, Bat- and Penguin. No, no, thank you. I'm good on that. Uh, yeah. Thoughts on these uh, casting I mean, choices? I like Zoe Kravitz. I She's not like ever the star of anything. I haven't watched her HBO show. I forget what that's called. Um, But I like her. I didn't like her in the Harry Potter movie, I guess, because she played a boring character like she the was, rest of the boring characters in that she movie. She was bad in that. Yeah, I would but, say she was bad. <laughs> but I don't hate her. I mean, yeah, we'll, we'll see. I I saw her in Rough Night, the Scarlett Johansson movie. Oh, yeah. And she was the worst performer in that movie, in okay. my opinion. So you're not. I'm not a Zoe Kravitz fan. Okay. So. I'm starting to get a little worried. <laughs> but we do have Ed Cullen. Yes. And I like God, him. God damn. You keep referring to him as that. Uh, yeah, we've got Ed Cullen and uh, <laughs> Seth Rogen is going to, you know, pot smoke it up. And <laughs> yeah, that's funny. That So they went after uh, what's Jonah Hill and ended up on Seth Rogen. Is that I, what's happening? Here? I guess so. so. Who's next if he turns it down? Like James Franco? And then you go, you keep going down the line. Mm. Actually, no, if you're going to get him, you should get James Franco to play the Riddler. Absolutely. <laughs> just go That's all in. That's not even a <laughs> it, perfect casting. I yeah, like that. Just go all in on it. Yeah. You know what? And I I, I shouldn't shit on Seth Rogen. I like, I like Seth him. Rogen. Yeah, I like him too. I don't know if he's the Penguin, but 
We'll see. Whatever. Doesn't hey, you fucking can make, matter. Whatever you do with the penguin, just make it work for Seth Rogen. I guess. It's just the first time that I've actually had some caution about this movie since it started. So who's directing it again? A uh, guy who did the Planet movies, Planet yeah. of the Apes. So that's where not my faith... the first Planet movie no. who made that shit sci-fi movie, right? No, this uh, the the last two. The last two. Okay. Yeah. Because well, I, I still fucking disaster. I. Still like the first one. Though. I know, but that I was excited because of that. And oh. it was a, a disaster. I don't even what was that movie? Ah, uh, I don't know. It was the one with like the, the aliens that colonized the earth. I talked about it on the podcast. Okay. Captive State. Captive State was the mm. name of it. John Goodman. Uh oh, right. Sucked. Well, there you go. A disaster. Uh let's see, we got Matrix forecasting. So Neil Patrick Harris is in talks. Okay and it's funny uh, i can picture him like in a suit like doing some weird matrix character like some ai i think it'd be i think he is a great casting for this sure um and uh we've got your favorite actress from the iron fist series uh jessica henwick is that the asian girl the asian she's in the matrix yes in a lead role All right. Hi, 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 you know what, what's nice is I have no hopes for this movie. <laughs> okay. So I really don't give a shit. Okay. Right? I mean, it can only surprise me. That's a good way of and, looking at it. And that show, who was good on that show? Besides the villain in the first season, because I like that actor. I like Irish dude. Oh, right. The guy who played Fen- Fenrir? Yeah, yeah, Faramir. Faramir. Yeah, that guy. Fenrir. <laughs> That's another thing from another magic thing. Everyone else, I feel like in that show was not good. I would agree. No, you know what? The sun. Okay. The sun was good. Those two were good. Yeah, because they actually had something interesting to do. Yeah. Unlike, well, they were... unlike Asian karate school lady who literally. After school specials. <laughs> after school special. The yeah. karate teacher. Yeah, Jesus well, we'll Christ. see how she is. Yeah. Yeah. Um, did you see the uh, Frozen 2 trailer? No, I've never seen Frozen, so I have no... Oh, goddamn. I've never seen it. I haven't seen is Frozen. Is it good? It's okay. Frozen, is, it's okay. It's, it's not got, like... It's got the song. Okay. Let It Go. I know yeah. that song. Yeah. I've never seen the movie, but it's I know fine. that song. Did you see the Jungle Book... Or J- Jungle Book. Uh, Jungle Cruise trailer. Yes. Okay, I didn't. Okay. <laughs> I watched it. <laughs> I watched Welcome it. to a very unique trailer time. It it looks bad. Does it? Yeah. Okay. I'm a, I like Emily Blunt. I like The Rock. It looks like it's geared towards a young audience. Mm. Um, not not stoked for it. Okay. What's Neither next? am I. What's next? Did you see the Doctor Doolittle? Yes, trailer? I did. I am kind of stoked I for this one. Yeah. <laughs> I'm on board for this Just one. Just because it's him, though. Oh yeah, hundred I mean, percent. That's a big part of it. I will say, as far as a Dr. Doolittle movie goes, I was like, this actually looks kind of badass in a way that I did not expect a no, Doolittle movie. No, it looks movie. weird. Yeah. Like he's, like it's he's not talking. Eddie Murphy in modern days talking to. Right. Well, and he goes on this weird journey where he's in different countries and yeah. says hi to a tiger and the tiger says hi lunch or something like that. <laughs> that is exactly what happens. Yeah. That, that was great. Uh, yeah. So I'm strangely excited for that. This is the briefest of trailer times. We are not going. What's the next trailer? That's it. 
That's it? I mean, it was, uh, oh, uh, if you had time, I don't know if you had three hours to spare, but Disney released a everything that's coming to Disney Plus three-hour trailer. Shut up. No. YouTube that shit right now. I think I'll pass. <laughs> they did a three-hour trailer? Yeah. Put together by Disney. I mean, it's not like... It's Did they release it's this? It's not really a trailer. It's like highlights from every movie or whatever, but just with music over the top of like the whole thing. But they released it. Yes. It wasn't like a fan. Like... Nope. When are we getting Disney Plus, by the way? Uh, When's Mandalorian coming? I think November 11th is when it, it comes out. So, uh, yeah, like less than a month. Sweet. I'm so pumped. Yeah, I'm really. Every time I see a new Mandalorian piece, I just get more and more excited. There's that. And it's also got gargoyles, which I'm just oh, excited. Oh, the cartoon, to, really? I'm stoked. I to liked like, gargoyles back in the day. It was a good show. So I'm kind of I'm kind of excited to sort of revisit some shit. I didn't know that was shit. a Disney thing. I guess it, it was. was on ABC, wasn't it? Or something it, yeah, like that. Yeah, well, it, I remember seeing something, a retrospective on it about how it was like this giant gamble for Disney because it was different than all of their other programming. Yeah, I remember liking it. Now, did they do Darkwing Duck? Yes, they did. Is that on there? I'm hoping so. <laughs> it's a, that's You know what? I'm going to old man for a second here. They don't fucking make kids cartoon themes like they used to. Dude, that's the first thing. That's probably why I like that show. Right. Yeah. Killer theme. Yeah, Darkwing Duck. I feel like themes started dying in the late 90s. Early 2000s. <laughs> I just Googled it and you pull up characters. Launchpad McQuack. Launchpad McQuack. Yep. Everybody loves Launchpad. There was that robot one. He had like a unit cycle. Yep. Yep. Um, let's see here. What else do we have? Uh, uh, Netflix is going to be adapting Jeff Smith's Eisen Eisner award winning comic book series Bone as an animated series. It's got okay. that guy who's got like the giant nose and. Okay, where where am I? What am I looking at here? The the, the, ah, the cartoon yes. guy. Okay, and um, I don't know, I don't know anything about that, but I do know Darkwing Duck is coming to Disney Plus. Score. <laughs> it's the Disney Shill Show. Yep. Um, Disney, send your checks to me. Please yeah. send them to me. I could use your right. checks. Uh, yeah. Oh, and uh, I, I don't know. I, we could talk about Martin Scorsese for a little bit if you want. Oh, yeah. He pissed you off this time, didn't he? Well, I mean, this time he took it to another level. So let's just quote him as to what he said. Uh, saying something about like, uh, it's not cinema, it's something else. And he started adding, this is like a new, like he was at like the BFI London Film Festival. Okay. Um, and he said, we shouldn't be invaded by it, talking about Marvel movies. Uh, we need cinemas to step up and show films that are narrative films. Okay, well, that's a really weird way to describe it, but I'll, I'll just continue. Uh, let's see here. Said something about superhero films and superhero blockbusters saying that is fine and good for those who enjoy that type of film. And by the way, knowing what goes into them now, I admire what they do, what they you now know. It's been like two days to watch some special features, Marty. Okay. How, yeah. What did he think went into, into that? You think we just like threw shit at the screen? Okay. Anyways, uh, it's not my kind of thing. It simply is not. It's creating another kind of audience that thinks cinema is that. And uh, and I say there are a couple things. One, 
I still stick by my this is very close to Jaws or Back to the Future tonally. Uh, they're, they're adventure romps meant, and they have a little bit of everything for everybody. That is nothing new that has existed for literally like, basically at this point, 50 years. So it's not new to cinema. So you can suck a dick on that one, Marty. The other one is this whole cinemas need to do better thing. Now I'm really just unloading on this one. This is fucking bullshit jackson's just looking at me like oh this is, this is what i was hoping for last week <laughs> <laughs> this gets me though when he says we need cinemas to step up and show films that are a nar- that are narrative films one these films have narratives now you can think they're a little cookie cutter at times and maybe they are yeah that's dumb that he says that i don't understand what he means by that but the uh, the the thing that i really don't like and the thing that i will i will I will compare it to is the idea that, okay, say, okay, I was, I was kind of big into like, uh, alternative, like indie rock or whatever in the early two thousands, like Coheed was my big band for a long time, but I don't go on and, and say that the pop station needs to start playing Coheed. We need to expect more from radio. No, no, no. I understand that my thing is a niche thing. It's not for everybody. And that's fine because guess what? Music is music and radio is radio. And I don't get to go and say, well, that's not radio. Yeah, but you have like your own station that plays that kind of stuff. Yeah, and we have cinemas that play his movies and we have Netflix and Uh... we have, and you know what? I don't know about all that this shit one. is out there. I don't know about this one. Oh come oh. on! Are I don't you know if I agree with this compar- I don't. I, I, I agree with you that that's dumb because the cinemas are going to put in the screens whatever people want to see. You're, but you're also saying that your taste is what the real art form, the real medium is, and anything other than your taste is not that thing. No, I understand. I I get that part of your argument, but I don't like the comparison of Coheed on Z104 or whatever your pop radio station is, because you can get it at another station. Whereas like actually Coheed is not Coheed is not played on any station. Okay, Uh, so but my point would be. Like this weekend, we're not getting the lighthouse or Jojo Rabbit at all, and it's probably because there's big budget monstrosities, which I no, get it. The, uh, the real reason, and we talked about this before the show, is because we had a big old government intervention when AMC bought Star and Starbucks. <laughs> said Starbucks. <laughs> Starbucks. Yeah, no, we had Star Cinema. AMC bought it, and then they bought. Sundance 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 and they had to sell the old stars because cinema. they had too many cinemas per square mile for yeah, our area. Yeah, but, but, and that's what fucked us. It's but, not that those cinemas aren't there. No, but if we had more, there's a plenty of AMCs. I bet playing the lighthouse and we're weekend. still going to get the lighthouse and we're still going to get a week jo- late. We're yeah, we've like, but that's nothing new either with these rollout releases, these big sort of plays in New York, plays in L.A., maybe plays in Chicago. And then it has a wider dispersed well, the point release. Is, OK, let's say, I mean, even if you own one of the theaters around here and you have a shot at getting the lighthouse mm-hmm. a week early, but you have to take something off the screen that's going to get more asses in the seat. Right. Why should the theater do that? What are you asking them to do, Mr. Scorsese? Right. Are you asking just, them to just, just like give why, away money? Just like why would they stop playing 
uh, uh, what's what's her blonde blondie face? What's her name? Uh, Gwen Stefani. Twa- Taylor Swift. Ah, Taylor. Okay. Good old Taylor. I don't know why. Anyways. Yeah, they're not going to. They're not going to stop playing her. Or you for know Coheed. who right now? You know who it is? Every time you go on the pop station, they have uh, like seventeen singles. I swear, is that Chain Smokers group? Oh goddamn! They're on constantly. That's why I don't listen to. You know what? I, it's one of those things where. You just stop listening to the radio and then you're like, I need a fucking human connection. Sure. I, I should listen to something. I local. should listen to bored and annoyed. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> human connection. I'm here for you. But yeah, no, I agree with you. The His I don't I don't agree with him. I, people, you know, it's funny because you want to blame him, but, you know, someone brought it up. Right. Like, you know what I mean? Like well, the, he made a dumb comment. Of course, people are going right, to bring that's it up. True. That's true. But everybody should just shut up and leave Marty alone. No, Marty, <laughs> you're fucking wrong. Shut your mouth. I saw. Um, he makes really good movies. Though. Uh, yep. Yep. <laughs> wrong people can make good things, too. That's true. That's um, true. Uh, what's his name? Uh, not Donald Glover. The um, the one from Back to the Future. Uh, Michael J. Fox. No, the dad. Last uh, name Glover. Oh, Crispin Glover. Crispin Glover. Uh, no. What? I don't know what that was. Uh, Donald Glover. Danny Glover. <laughs> uh, Crispin Glover actually kind of came out and said like, oh, it's propaganda. I saw him on a Collider. Sure. He's like, oh, it's 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 military propaganda is what, what these Marvel is. Marvel movies, superhero movies. He's a wacko. Yeah. I you know, he I listened to him. at I can't remember if it was on Collider, but he's been doing the circuits. I've heard a few interviews with him and he's talking about how his likeness was used in Back to the Future Part yes. Two. And people still think it's him. Yeah. And how that so awfully affected his career. And I kind of agree with him, but like, you're still talking about this. How has it awfully affected your career? Because people the- say, because people go, because he's his point is I, that the way that actor played the character using my likeness, like yeah. a prosthetic or whatever, he thought that performance sucked and he doesn't want to be associated with that. But because of the way they made it and they didn't like make it obvious, like you probably would have had to sit through the credits right. that people don't know. Right. So, I mean, I don't know. He's kind of a weirdo, but it's an interesting thing. I would would argue that maybe the way he carried himself for his entire career might actually have more to do with his problems with his career. That could be true. But like, okay, so I was thinking like Batman versus Superman. Like, I would assume Michael Shannon got paid to use his likeness for the dead corpse body of General Zod. Sure, probably. So if you're going to take an actor... Mm -hmm. And put a prosthetic on Sounds like on maybe him. he should have gotten a better legal team. That's probably true. That's true. It was I have, the I 80s. Have, people I have, flying I, by I, the seat of their pants. I, I understand what he's trying to do. The problem I see with Crispin Glover is that he's one of these, like, and I'm a pretty left-leaning fucking guy, but he's one of these far left. There's a conspiracy theory. You're being brainwashed by every movie that you see. And it's like, you know what? But people with different agendas and different beliefs are making movies all the time. And also, a lot of them happen to be left-leaning anyways. Most of them, I would so, say. So yeah. can, we, can we get off of this whole like, oh, because... I hold on. He said Marvel was a pro super, super superhero movies in general. Okay, they feed the idea that our intervention as a as a U.S. force uh, is good and necessary, and we are good, and other people are bad. And I'm like, 
But the whole goddamn point of like, say, an Avengers movie is that it's a people from different walks of life coming together to fight an objectively bad person. That's really dumb. Like, there's not supposed to be good versus evil anymore. Right. Period. I mean, essentially, like, I mean, and I, you can't deny no mythology like, there, anymore. There is a certain point of like, okay, predominantly the heroes tend to be from America. Well, that's where they were all fucking conceived. Cre- right. And created. But I mean, there's still Black Panther. There's still, uh, 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 Oh God! Uh, uh, the Russian lady. The well, yeah. There's still uh, Black Widow. There's still Thor, who's space. Oh, whatever. he's American though. Look at With him. his he's accent, just, he's just as American as it gets. Yeah, I, they're all as American as it gets. <laughs> Shit, they wouldn't even like. There's Korg. Like they didn't. Yeah, I don't know. That's that's a. I don't know. I just think that's dumb. Yeah, I'm just tired of this. Just, just let it be. Like you're just you're all such old cranky men shaking your goddamn cane. Get off my lawn! Well, what if Marvel called Crispin Glover to be like a villain or something? He'd take the job immediately. I would hope so. I would hope so. I mean, too. I mean, if you want to complain about your career not being what it could be, why would you deny a movie like that? I mean, he did play Grendel in Beowulf. It's true. Yeah, that and he probably was the did... bad guy in Charlie's Angels. Yeah, if I remember yeah, correctly. Yeah. Oh God. I wonder why your career isn't what you thought it would be, Crispin. I mean, nobody knew he was Grendel. Exactly. Yeah. And then you do a shitty movie like Charlie's Angels. I love Beowulf. I think that's an underrated movie. It is, but nobody knows it's him. Right. So it doesn't count. He plays the one character who doesn't look like the actor. Yep. So <laughs> I don't know. I don't. I don't know what to tell you, man. Cry me them tears. Uh, I have one bit of news. Okay. What's that? Uh, so the lighthouse comes out this weekend for the lucky people. Yes. And uh, and not for me. So apparently Robert Eggers, the director of that and The Witch, already has his next movie. What's that? And it's cast. What? It's what? a Viking movie, The oh. Northman. Yes. And it's Willem Dafoe, yes. both of the Scars guards, Ooh. Anya Taylor-Joy, and Ooh. Nicole Kidman. Oh, God damn. Yeah, pretty good. Let's do this. <laughs> I am so on board. This is great. Yeah, so I was pretty pumped when I read that. There's not enough Viking movies, yeah, in my why not? opinion. And if it's like a Viking horror story, yeah. I'm in. Yeah. You remember uh, The 13th Warrior? Antonio yes, Banderas? I, okay, do you like that movie? I think it's got some badass moments. Okay, I watched that once, like shit, probably 15, 16, 17 years ago, somewhere in that range. Right. Everybody tells me they like it. I thought it was fucking awful, but maybe I need to watch it again. It's got some if fun shit If I remember correctly, it. it has one of those endings where it just kind of ends. Yeah, I don't think the ending's great. Okay. Maybe, yeah, Banderas, right? Yeah. Who else is in that? Is it just, it's, it's kind of just him. him? It's right? kind of just him and like, I think Scandinavian actors. I think they mostly got okay. Scandinavian people. Uh I think it was a great representation of Vikings, though. They are badass. Yeah, I that. love a good Viking story. Yeah. Nothing makes you feel like less of a man than watching dudes with axes. Yes, I would agree. Run around. They're pretty badass. Yeah. They're pretty badass. Uh, but yeah, that's uh, that's his next movie. That's all I got. I'm stoked for yeah, that. I mean, I haven't even seen the second one. We haven't one, even seen the But it looks great. <laughs> and, and the witch was good. But apparently they must believe in this guy because he's got a stacked cast now. Mm-hmm. I that mean, is a, that is a stacked cast. I would be interested to see how big the budget is on that. Probably small. It's probably another A24. Mm. I'm assuming. I mean, 
I is it is it going to be a horror? I don't have know. They, have they I don't solidified? have any other information, Alex. This is breaking news. This Ooh. is brand new. Breaking on this podcast. Horror. I would assume it's horror, but okay. Fun. Yeah, it does sound fun, even though I know nothing about it. Yep, let's yeah. go. Could be uh, about modern day people who think they're Vikings because they're all in a mental institution. I'm game for that, that too. That sounds even better. But yeah, that's all I got. So uh, I got yeah, news. yeah. So uh, what are we going to talk about? Some sort of Gemini man? Yeah. Gemini man. Uh, Ang Lee directed uh, Gemini man. Yes. He's a big believer in that 120 frames per second or 60 frames per second or whatever the fuck it was. Big fan of like CGI things. Yeah. And it is hideous. Yeah. This movie sucked and you didn't even see it like that and you hated it too right yeah well it's just a bad movie well it's you know I, this is something where and by the way i did review this with the scenic cast boys so look them up um scenic cast movie reviews but anyways um this is uh, this is one of those movies that it never gets bad enough in the way where it's t- like turns around on itself and yes. becomes fun to watch agreed it's just the slog it's just boring i have to admit i fell asleep at one point I for like five did. minutes i almost did and it wasn't even deep into the movie it was like 20 minutes in yeah i i mine was closer to the 45 mark but yeah i mean it is garbage i i kept looking at it and thinking like i don't understand why like your main premise is set up as a reveal like in like the second act, like your main premises is it's Will Smith versus Will Smith. Right. And they treat that like it's a surprise. Yeah. You advertised it that way. Good why, point. Why? Yeah. Uh, anyways, that's just a well, small nugget of one of the many there's problems. There's so much they don't do with that premise, too. Right. Like they don't go into like the moral quandary of the premise. It's just you see little bits of them apart from each other. Uh, there's a monologue the villain gives at the end that's like, oh, this would have been an interesting idea for the plot. Like, have this be the thing that's right. the problem yep. or, you know, the question or whatever. But no, it's just a cartoon, Will Smith. Um, and by the way, did you find that he looked worse in some scenes than others? Like, like uh, certain, the C- scenes, the CGI. Yeah, certain the scenes, Will Smith. certain scenes spot on. You're like, that's there's, pretty there's, good. There's, there's there's big Willie. And then other ones, you're like. Who is this alien like, that's dude, on the screen? Dude, the, the final scene in this. And oh, is, my is like, God. I, it, the thing that ruins it is you're sitting there and you're like, no, nobody would be talking to this person. They would be scared to death. It's yes. like freaky looking. Yes. I love how he moves, too, because I, I kept thinking I was like, you know, they really needed to get a body double for him. But it seemed very clear to me that it, I don't Well, Maybe they not hooked one. him up with like the sensor shit. Yeah, I don't know. But the body double needs to exist so that, like, when he moves, his his neck isn't bobbing around all the time. Sure. His clothes don't move in inorganic ways. But the last scene, it's just and it's nothing's so happening foreign. in the scene. It's yes. like the most normal scene, and it yes. looks the worst out of anything in the movie. Yeah, it's it it's unbelievable. Uh, I looked at this movie and I thought, I mean, I, do you want to do grades? Uh, I would give it like a D minus. Yeah, I'm the same. I'm the same. Because it's not like I said, it's not. It's like the worst kind of movie to see. It's just it's so incredibly boring. Right. 
I I looked at this and I was like, somebody saw The Winter Soldier and wanted to have a very similar movie to The Winter Soldier. The introduction of young clone Will Smith is very Winter Soldier-esque. It feels like, yeah, it's like one of those spy thriller kind of, yeah, and I, that, would, I would agree. That is what it felt like. And then they tried to have it be like that big reveal like it is for Cap in that movie, who The Winter sure. Soldier's identity. None of it plays well because... You don't give a shit about Will Smith as a character. He's he's stock assassin man. He has no personality whatsoever. He's devoid of character. He's devoid of he talks about ghosts and regretting the decisions he's made. And yeah, we that, don't really but, know why, though. Yeah. Like, I yeah, there's nothing. It's like we're supposed to take the knowledge we have from like other spy movies that were better about like the spy who's kind of given up his life to yep. pursue this this job. And we're supposed to carry that yeah, over. Yes. And infuse Will Smith with it. Yes. But they didn't give us any reason to care about Will Smith. Yep. We just know that we're supposed to care because this is a spy type movie. Assassin yes. spy deal. Full right? on 100% agree. And I, I just kept thinking like. As the movie started, I was like, all right, this is not starting well. And I start doing like the thing that I do with shitty movies that have a bad beginning. I start trying to like uh, reconfigure it in a way. I'm like, what could I do to make to, like, it just better, to make it a good movie? Sure. I stopped about half an hour in. I was like, there's no saving this. You could do stuff with the premise. Yeah, but it, it, to me, it's like it's it's a you can't even use the foundation of this house. You have termites. It's over. <laughs> start over. You need a new plot of land. Okay. Yeah, no, and I've heard that there were multiple scripts for this that were like, there were some that were animated. It's like one of those movies, the movies that's been in development hell forever. And they Why just would you animate this shit. movie? I, well, I think it was something entirely different. Okay. Like, I think that the originally, the only thing that it was, was the concept of like, okay, Will Smith or whoever the actor that was going to be in it. Right. Has a younger clone. Right. I think that's the... Well, I see this as like a missed opportunity because it's like, okay, movie premise. Assassin was cloned by government because Assassin was getting older and he was the best. Right. All right. There's got to be a way to make that good. A yep. lot of ways you can make that good. Yep. Uh, this movie does nothing that I would have done. Right. It is a boring, stupid fucking movie. Yes. Because... All of the con like if I'm doing a clone movie, it's all about like, is this morally okay to do? Right. Um, and focusing a lot on like the horrors of the two people that would be involved in this. Mm -hmm. And they do a little bit with young, I guess, but like old does it, it doesn't seem to affect him that <laughs> young much, and right? old. <laughs> Old Will Smith, yeah. <laughs> it's just young and old. Young and old, yeah. So old Will Smith finds out. I didn't feel like it was like that big of a deal to him. No. Well, and then he's like, man, they could have cloned anybody. Why didn't they clone a doctor or a I yeah, don't know, what, what stupid. Is it? And I was like, really? This is like, this is your first reaction? Yes. You've been cloned. Right. Right. Yeah. And I'm just like. I just I this this has a, a really terrible script like they keep doing like the whole like cheers to the next war may it never come or something like that and you're like 
This is terrible. It's yeah. And it's got that heist movie feel where like, okay, you have your one moment, like there's something happens. And then like the three of them are sitting on the balcony, you know, the Asian guy from Dr. Strange or whatever with with, Benedict uh, Wong, Mary Elizabeth Winstead and, and him. And they're just all sitting out there and it's like, okay, well this is, are they like supposed to look, is this supposed to be like a cool vacationing scene? What is this? And then you go on to the next thing. There aren't enough action scenes in the movie i would say there's not enough to build any of the characters in any great way like i i like mary elizabeth winston i I think she's a great actress but she's given nothing you know immediately now to the movie's one credit that i'm going to give it it gets it out of the way really quickly that she's an agent sure uh spoilers i guess no, but cares? I mean, if you're a discerning yeah, the whole rest of this conversation, spoilers, but they're the spoilers. But who cares? Yeah. I mean, nobody saw this movie. Good. This movie opened to like 20, 20 mil. mil. Yeah. yeah. Good. Glad. Yep. Terrible uh, train wreck of a uh, uh, investment for uh, Paramount, actually. Yeah. Well, good for them. Not surprised. They'll the people make it who all... run Transformers hey, they, into the ground. They, they, they fucked it up. Um, but yeah, I. I when she's revealed to be an agent, it's sure. just like it's it's like, well, of course, like pretty lady shows up when your regular guy's out. Like it's yep. the first thing that came to my mind. And then like the whole like the guy, he goes out to the boat. It's like, of course, he's going to die. But they even tried to give him an action sequence for a second. And you're like, don't do this. Don't insult my intelligence and try and make me think that there's an action sequence here. He's dead. Yeah, I know this movie. There is nothing that you can do to surprise me. No, it was terrible. It was just an awful waste. Uh, you know what was just hilarious, though? I, I went to see this. And um, so there's a third clone who comes in. Oh, my God. And it's kind of like one of those. like, <laughs> And it doesn't make any sense. It doesn't make any sense at all to me. Jackson is visibly, he's hes rubbing his head out of pain. It's so bad. The third clone shows up and you're like, well, wait a minute. I thought the whole idea was like this yin and yang, like this like moral quandary about these right. two clones. If you have a bunch of them, it ruins everything. Right. It's just dumb. Well, you could even deal with the idea of like, oh, what? look what they did to a, a potential human. They've sure, scarred yeah. him. Yeah. Blah, blah, blah. And you could have handled that. And so that who could have raised been... the third clone? I don't think anybody raised him. I think he was just trained as a killing machine, treated. I don't How even know, like an animal. It's not. <laughs> well, you know what? It could be interesting because it deals with the idea of like, is there a soul still in sure. him or is he totally fucked up psychologically? But the, they're not interested in that. It's an action sequence meant to be able to have a shitty reveal at the end. But there is no reveal because the second he parkour cgi down the fucking stairs and shit you're like well there's only one person that's been shown to do anything close to this in this movie and it's will smith so it's will smith again well and that's funny too because that was like does anybody care no does anybody care who's watching them oh my god there's the third it was great though in the theater because it's one of those moments where i don't know if this was a genuine reaction but people when this thing came on the whole theater's no and i'm like i don't know if this is real or i'm seeing like with the best audience who's like very aware literally is a reveal within like 45 seconds of the character showing up like pretty much 
mean, the payoff and yeah, the pretty setup much. are like right there together. It's terrible. It was really bad. And then you get the the Clive Owen uh, moment where he talks about like, okay, and this was the stuff where it, you're like, you just told me how lazy you were. Like the whole monologue yeah. was like you telling me what movie you could have made. Yeah. Like because there's the part where. <laughs> There's the part where he's like, he's talking about like, okay, well, you know, what about like all the families of children who wouldn't have to die in war? And, right. And he like starts listing all of this shit. And I'm sitting there like, wow, not a little a, late. Not, not, me, a, not a half bad point. Yeah. Well, yeah, not a half, not a bad point. Would have been an interesting like character issue. It would have been something for your, your viewers to ponder, but instead it's just the final monologue, like three seconds before he dies and the movie ends. Yeah. It's the, Can I, we, I, I, tr- I hated this. Can I, we, I hated it. I, I mean, there, it. there's so many bad lines in this. T- I mean, none of them are like on their face, grown lines up until the very end <laughs> where Will Smith, old Will Smith, old, we'll just stick with old and young. Yep. That works best. Old says to young, if you're fine, I'm fine. And I fucking lost it. It was just. I was like. That sounds like you actually had a fun moment in the theater. No. Well, I mean, I did. Uh, No. At that point, I had been too bored for too long to consider that fun. I just audibly said so that people next to me could hear me. I don't fucking care. It's the end of the movie. And it sucked. So fuck you. But I, I just said, oh, my God god probably about that loud too yeah i mean those are the best i couldn't believe and then they they i I just think about like the setup for like the character like oh look at how meticulous he is look at how badass he is he does this like really unbelievable thing by shooting a guy in a speeding train okay And, and you're like this is your shorthand. And then he's like with this sort of beta male bitch boy that we always see in these movies. The co- the, the, the Coke drinker or the the, the, the other guy, guy the okay, other guy who's yeah. like, yeah, setting up his kills or whatever. And he's like, man, nobody does it like you. Yeah. Nobody does it Hero like you. worship shit. Yeah. yeah. And it's like, this well, is shorthand for I'm a lazy writer and I don't show like I, I don't I don't show I tell. Well, it's another thing. It reminds me of like your you've you've talked about this before where it's like. Um, I think it was one of the movies with The Rock. I think it was the uh, it was Hobbs and Shaw. Yeah. Where you were talking about how like The Rock goes back home and it's like, yeah, he fucked his family over. But of course, it was to be a good guy. Yes. You know, it wasn't like he actually fucked up. So in this one, Will Smith fucks up, but it's because he shot the guy in the neck instead of the head. Yeah. Like you can't just like have him completely fucking screw the pooch. Yeah. And not be the, the most amazing. Do you understand how amazing the movie would have been if he had accidentally killed, killed that little, the little girl, girl at right. the beginning? I mean, that's mo- interesting. Movies are all about choices and the questions that those choices yeah. ask. And this asks nothing of its audience or its premise or anything. Right. Until it's the an- end when the monologue comes and he literally asks us. Yeah. Is it, is it worth it? Yeah. Yeah. Hey. I'm not such a bad guy. And he's like, and then Will Smith does like this, such a stupid, like, oh, you go, you make that choice young and uh, you got make ghosts. choice young. And then he shoots him himself. And it's just like, and it's, it's so funny because my audience did like, go like, hey. Oh like, my God. Who'd you see? This is that Tuesday it's night. It's the Tuesday night crowd. crowd. These people, man. 
I don't know who I'm seeing movies with. Either they are really with it or they're just gone. I saw this one on Friday and it was with like three people in the theater and nobody said a word packed theater on a Tuesday. I bet. I bet. Was, because no, I was sitting next to a father of probably 45, 50 who was with his teenage daughter. His teenage daughter was dragged along. She was listening to music. No. Yes. And Ooh. playing on her phone. Now we were in the back row. So it's like, I actually kind of commend the dad for like, just getting the back seats to let his daughter do it. But I'm also like, what kind of dad is like, come to this. She's old enough to watch herself. Sure. She's fine. I don't know. It's a, it was an experience. All right. Well, She's, it was an experience of boredom. It was really boring. Uh, CGI. Yeah. And I want to use this to talk a little bit about this 3D high frame rate thing because disaster. It was terrible. Stop making these movies in mm. high frame rate peter right. ang whoever has a heart on for this right when you get home and you're listening to this turn on your tv and turn the motion smooth whatever setting all the way up that's what it looks like it is fucking hideous everything looks fake everything moves goofy yep like it's like it almost looks more real than real like, it's almost like even shit yeah. that isn't CGI has that uncanny valley yes, feel yes. to it. Yep. And it's fucking ugly. And you should stop it right now. I saw this movie in regular frame rate. Okay. And the effects were mostly awful. Right. Because there are so many scenes where it's CGI, full CGI, head to toe. Will Smith versus CGI Will Smith. Okay. See, and I can't even spot that because everything looks so fake to me that it's just the it's whole scene in the catacombs. That was all. That was almost yeah, all the CGI. And yeah. Shit. Yeah. That was almost all CGI. Oh, that was horrible to watch. That there was, was this, horrible. The 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 scene where he's he gets he falls off old falls off his bike and yes. Young is trying to hit him with the oh bike. Oh my god. That was all CGI. There. That was straight up garbage. And then there's 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 something that it does narratively. Well, it's also garbage because you don't care. Yeah, well, yes. Right. Yes. But visually, it was a punch to the face. <laughs> and 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 the other thing is, is like narratively, you've set up like he's such a good shot that he can hit a dude on a fucking speeding train. But there's a scene where they're both facing each other in an open courtyard and they're both missing each other. Well, I don't know. They're because both so good at They're at both so good at dodging bullets. Garbage. This movie is garbage. It's the worst kind of movie because yeah, you're right. It's just so There's nothing. Boring. Yeah, it's so boring. It's horrible. It was fucking terrible. <laughs> it really was. It was so hard to watch. Is it going to make my worst of list? Maybe not because Probably I, not. No, but it's worse than those. <laughs> if that makes sense, uh, it's tough to explain, but it's it's worse. It's not worse objectively, but it's worse to watch because there's nothing enjoyable about watching it. Right. Well, yeah, it doesn't come around that bend of being so terrible. It's right. Good. Yeah. Not at all. Not at all. And it doesn't make me mad enough either because I just can't I can't feel mad about it. Well, yeah, you don't feel anything when you leave right. this movie. You're like, well, that was. Yeah. Time that I spent on the planet. <laughs> oh, it was bad. Whoa. Shit, we watched. 
Uh, the only thing I think I have uh, today would be um, I watched El Camino. Right. But I'm thinking you probably want to watch that, right? I do want to watch okay. it. General thoughts, though. I thought it was great. Okay. I really thought it was good. If, if you were to tell me, it, it's basically like a two-hour-long Breaking Bad episode. Sure. I don't have a problem with that. Mm-hmm. Does it need to exist? No. Right. Well, does anything need to exist? No, Uh, that's what I I think. That was my big question. And I felt it when I saw the trailer, which is, do we need this? Does it answer questions like does it have really a value to the show? It has like I I mean, are you just happy to be in that world and be with those characters? It does have value, but I don't want to say it because I don't want to spoil anything. Okay. It has value. It doesn't add anything lore wise that's that important, but it does have value as far as how it made me like feel. Sure. Okay. Okay. So I I would say I I liked it a lot. I would give it an A minus. Whoa. I really, really liked it. I thought it was awesome, dude. Coming out. Netflix coming out with an A minus. Yeah, I mean, yeah, I, I could have given it an A. If somebody gave it an A plus, I wouldn't argue with them. It was so great to sit down and turn that on mm. and the characters and mm-hmm. all the and you're just watch. You can't help but be excited to be watching it. Sure. And it makes makes you sad that mm. it ever ended because mm. that I mean. Breaking Bad is a masterpiece. It, it did the smart thing, though, in that it had a story right. and it told it. And it was done. And it was done. And that's it. And there's a reason you were sad when it ended. Yep. Because of that. Yes. All right. Dark season three. Come on now. Oh, I'm so pumped. <laughs> I'm so unbelievably Just start the pumped. hype train now. But yeah, that's all I really watched. Okay. I guess. Yeah. And I, I feel bad, but I missed it. But it's been a busy week for me watch it next week i caught one thing for half an hour okay that's been my viewing for this week um i watched the season premiere of my hero academia the anime that i've been watching okay this show is so fucking great i gotta watch this one I it's feel like. so i mean it's totally I've nothing not gonna... but awesome about it from people I mean, it's totally not up your alley. It's totally not. Okay. But this is, it was, it was a recap episode and I just kept thinking, I was like, if every recap episode of every show was as good as this one, the world would be a better place. Like, this is how you want to save the world. I mean, it's a small way. (laughs) It's a small step. The the little Swedish girl who came over uh, about uh, global warming, just give her this DVD and say, (laughs) Hey, hey, we can do better. Talk about this. <laughs> I just, it's great. It's great because they just do this thing where like this, um, this reporter comes in and he kind of interviews these kids who are going to the superhero high school or whatever. Sure. And, uh, and you kind of just like, you get reintroduced to the characters, kind of get reintroduced to the setting and the situation and just reacclimates you if you haven't seen the show in a while, which I had, I had seen it not too long ago. So I, I remember, but, okay, but just. A fun little thing that happened. Not a great episode, but I'm like, you know what? This is probably as bad as it gets. And it's still like a B plus A minus kind of episode. But it's great. I love it. So the, the anime folk out there should definitely be watching I, I feel this. like if if you're an anime fan, you are watching this. Okay. If you're not. So I, you I, just added no value to the podcast. Yeah, probably. <laughs> Well, what did you do with the El Camino? Everybody watched well, that. Well, maybe no, because there could have been the guy like who's like, 
you know, we don't really need this. Mm. I'm taking a stand. I'm, taking a I'm stand. done with Breaking Bad. We've got Saul. We've got Breaking Bad. This is a cash grab for Netflix. <laughs> so that guy, you already have the subscription, bro. That guy is going to watch it now, bro. Although you saved the world, possibly, I, uh, with this show. I said it was a slightly better world we'd live in. Hey, it's all it takes. Yeah. Just you know? small steps like that. But uh, I think that's it for us this week. That's it. Yeah. Uh, we have Zombieland 2 this weekend. Fuck me. And I guess we'll talk no about No reviews yet. Uh, I think it's already been reviewed. Has it? What? I think so. All right. You and, know what? Uh, On the air, this is happening. The tomato score? Are you I, just going to reveal it's the happening tomato score? Because I checked like two days ago and there was nothing. And I, I was think, like, this is going to be a shit show. I think it's But. Um, yeah, no so score we, yet. Really? Yep. Oh, God. So, well, no, you're wrong. Uh, I don't know what you're fl- looking at. On my Flickster, I got nothing. But 75 per, oh, 75%. What? 75%. How many reviews? Uh, well, now I've got an unexpected error, so I can't actually see the reviews, Alex. God damn. But it is 75% according to this. Um, we have that, and then hopefully you watch El Camino. We can talk about it next week. Absolutely. All right. Maybe do your job for once with the watching, you know. You're going to actually have to edit this whole podcast, but that's not enough. Fucking hell, man. I have a life. <laughs> I really don't. I, I really go don't. Go to work and that's it. I go that's to- life. Remember when you were young and you thought like life was this special thing yeah, and it wasn't right. just bullshit constantly? <laughs> constant right. bullshit. Yeah. Well, I remember when I thought like, oh, I'll just work is life will just be like now like get done with work just like i get done with school and then my time's my own false <laughs> no i don't even have a wife or kids right. and i don't have time for myself yeah yeah it's yeah well you know that's probably on me you know it sounds like uh it sounds, sounds like, like a i'm a lions sour, fan yeah sour grapes yeah yeah fuck you for bringing <laughs> that up we get the Vikings 52, this weekend. 52 reviews. Well, I'm thinking since we play the Vikings and they're in the division race now with the Packers, then mm. hopefully what the NFL does since they want the Packers to win is they throw this one to the Lions mm. because then it gets the Vikings off the Packers' tails. You know right? what? You know what? I actually kind of expect the Lions <laughs> to win because I feel like that's kind of how the Lions season is going to go. It's, it's going to be, be a teeter-totter. It's, it's going to be a crushing defeat by really close. Mar- I mean, that's how it's been all season they've so far. They've led in all five games. They've led with little time left yes. and they've only won two games. Yes. That's what I expect their season to be is either a crushing defeat within the last 10 minutes of the game. Yeah. Well, or a win. I don't know. You just got to hope they don't quit because that was one of those games Mm. where like you have two different paths you can choose. Right. I don't think they quit, though. No, I don't think they'll quit either. I think this Matt Patricia kind of knows what he's doing, too. So So, there you go. Get on the lion hype train. They're a wild card this season. No, I don't think so. I don't. They're running the the table. The division's just too good, man. See, this is why Matthew Stafford needs a little bit of Aaron Rodgers in him. We're going to run the table. Oh, God. He should. He should say it. I think he should. his next four games. (laughs) (laughs) Thanks for listening, guys. Bye. Bye Bye-bye.